The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. All Chicago, WLSAM 890. Chicago Popo Report, Lupe Acquire, Paul Cialino. We're broadcasting from the Popo Wall. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Loop. We're on the wall tonight, man. Chicago needs us on this wall. That's right. We're the Popo Report, and we're broadcasting from the wall. We tell it like it is, don't we? Big fan of that movie, and Mr. We like Jack that Nichols. movie. We yeah. like that movie. Jack, Jack had a few good points in that movie. I haven't seen a lot of Jack movies lately. <laughs> Jack's about <laughs> 200 years old, man. I think he's out of the biz. <laughs> just, he's just trying to not retire broke or die broke. He's still attending the Lakers games, isn't he? Barely. I think they're wheeling him in. I don't know if he knows what the score is, but he had a good run, though. We should we he should did. be he so did. lucky, right? He did, absolutely. What do we got tonight, Loop? What are we doing on this fine Saturday night in Chicago? We're all over the place. We're talking we're talking Lightfoot. We're talking the uh the FOP. We're talking Chicago and uh you know, Florida crime, the usual. FOP, uh, also known as Clown School. Clown School. <laughs> Mayor had a little little slip the other day. Oh yeah, she had she had a hot mic issue. Huh? Ooh, you know Ooh. she's got to she got to figure that out, man. She's like the popo because everybody got a camera or a microphone on her now. The FOP vice president, after he heard that, he goes up to her and they actually caught this on. You know, he had a hot mic too. He's like, "Are you calling me a clown? What do I make you laugh? Am I here to amuse you?" Lightfoot turns around and says, "Perhaps, sir." She's she always the lawyer, right? Yeah, but she doesn't apologize for saying that saying it well, out loud. There's a long, horrid history there, and I could tell you, I know for a certain fact. The FOP has called Lightfoot names that you couldn't print. You couldn't put it on Sirius Radio or anywhere else where you could cuss. This is how evil some of the comments have, they have, the board officers have made about her. So saying some, calling somebody a clown from the FOP is mild stuff, and they know it. I mean, this is nothing. In the era of, uh, you know, Trumpism, this goes, this goes hand in hand. With uh, elected leaders. A lot of name calling, right? Back and forth. Uh, FOP and Lightfoot do not like each other, are never going to like each other, never going to be at cocktail parties together. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, and I don't blame her. They're obstructionists. They're not, they're gonna be, there's going to be a bloodbath over the next contract. Yeah. Well. And not so much over money. Well, our, vice, our former vice president gets called Sleepy Joe. I mean, <laughs> being called a clown... Is nothing. No. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, you know, there's a long history. They don't like each other, and they're not going to like each other. There's no amount of uh, negotiating that's going to make that a better situation. And and i, I got to tell you, she has every right to f- feel the way she does feel. But moving right along. Just got to watch that hot mic, though. Oh, yes, you do. Our mic isn't so hot, and we're, <laughs> we get in trouble all the time. Yeah, we watch it. Yeah, we're, I, we're, I think we do. We try. Nothing's been... Uh... <laughs> 
you know, shared with the public yet that shouldn't be. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we're talking. Uh, Superintendent was at uh, Yoshi's Cafe last week, right? Having a little sit down with the public. <laughs> he did sharing yeah. some stories, some cop stories. Uh, you know, feel good or not so feel good. It's just a general conversation. You know right? what? That, he needs to do that. It's very important for him to be out there doing that. It's hearts and minds reaching out to the public. Uh, listen, you got to sell your programs, right? And I, there's a lot of misunderstood stuff going on out there. People are influenced by TV, by the CSI effect, on and on. I mean, they just think you could show up and get a conviction on a murder with little or no trouble, right? Yeah. Not that easy. A couple, a couple things from that conversation that struck me was uh, his... Um, is he somebody that panics? And he said, after 31 years as a as a police officer, you know, in the streets of Chicago, if you see him panic right now, I think it's time to leave. I'll tell you what. And that's a, true. It's a great line. Yeah. And it's true. And I, I, I've never seen him panicked or out of control. Not one time. Tough job. T- tough place. Always out front. Always out, out in center, man. He's He does not shy away from it. He doesn't run and hide when things go bad. And he, uh, you know, and when things go good, he's a, he's an even-tempered dude, man. He's always very even-tempered. And that's what you have to be. Don't get too crazy with the highs and don't get too nuts with the lows. Yeah. Right? Try and try and have that balance. And I think Johnson does a good job of that. And he's, you know, he's got all the politicians sniping at him. And, you know, it's all his fault. Everybody's fault but mine. And he takes the heat well. Yeah. And he also had another issue with the uh, low-cash bonds. Uh, when it comes to uh, gun offenders, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially repeat gun offenders, I, they get these small hundred dollar, two hundred dollar cash bonds. Ridiculous! He put out this number. Why not? You know, give him a four or five thousand dollar cash bond. But what? Here, you know, why I, don't you even even you know, even higher than that? Right, the popo court is open. All right, if you're a repeat gun offender and you get caught with a gun, fifty thousand dollar bond. Period. Don't, we're not lowering it. Show up with five. You violate it again, no bond. And a federal charge to boot. Yeah, we get the, listen, hit the feds. Yeah. Uh, when they decide to get active and do something about something they're unhappy with, stuff tends to happen. Exhibit A and B would be uh, Mr. Robert Kelly and Mr. Epstein. Right. Epstein is uh, found Thursday morning in his cell unconscious or barely conscious, apparent suicide attempt. And probably got his ass whooped down. Maybe. They're, they're unsure, but I'm pretty sure it was probably his celly is a indicted police officer. Really? Yeah. Who's locked up in the Metropolitan Correctional Center. And only Paul Cialino would know this because he's got... He's got the inside scoop when it comes to jail activity. Well, he's, you know, they're both kind of high-profile inmates, so they got them together. I'm pretty sure the cop didn't smoke them. I didn't think the cop could care less about Epstein and his problems. but Yeah, and uh, they want to get out soon, too. Yeah, and Epstein is probably like, uh, I'm never getting out of here. He probably told, he probably told Epstein, hey, listen, dude, <laughs> I don't want any trouble here, right? I'm looking at, you know, <laughs> a couple, two, three more years. Yeah. I don't need to add any more time, all right? So just keep your crap away from me. Yeah, yeah. do what you're going to do. Don't bother me, okay? Don't, don't implicate me. Don't, and I don't want collateral damage, Don't right? even talk to me. Yeah. Look any... away. You want the bottom bunk? Get it. I'll take the top bunk. Just don't yeah, look at me. That's right. Well, he, he uh, it, all, in all likelihood, it's a suicide attempt. Which, uh, if he thought that's going to help him, it's not. They, they could care less. Yeah. That's just going to make his uh, his stay there even more repressive. And uh, and Robert Kelly, he's uh, on his way to New York, or will be soon to get 
hear his indictment there, federal racketeering charges. Uh, th- these two dudes are done. And why are they done? Because the federal government decided to throw resources, money, and and the uh, heat of the federal government at them. And which he- translated, and if they decided to do that with guns in Chicago, guess what? That gun problem would be minimum. Because you you... you you want to stop something? Let the feds get involved. Yeah, these are sexual assault crimes against young people, against innocent right. and, uh, and largely state crimes, but they figured out a way to make them federal crimes, right? And and they're going to re- deal with it. They're going to throw the book at him, we hope, right, Paul? Well, thanks for starting us off, my nonviolent supporter of No Cash Bonds, low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including Mickey has issued a lifetime ban to a Chicago hood rat. Plus, can't do the time, don't do the crime. That also applies to judges. And in Florida, a judge is accused of choking her clerk for being tardy with the paperwork. That and more. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WS AM 890. Welcome back, Popo Nation. Paul Cialino, Lupe Aguirre, and WLSAM 890 in Chicago Saturday night. And we in Chicago. Everybody knows that, right? That's right. We kind of got an international flavor most of the time. Yeah, they know uh, They know about the uh, the blue and white. They do. Everybody knows about the blue and white here. Which would be the Chicago colors. That's right. Not the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Bears. Chicago. Those are Chicago <laughs> Chicago colors. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And Chicago Popo. That's their colors. Right, a little problem with vandalism, Lou. <laughs> somebody mad at the police for parking on the street? What's going on over there? Yeah, these vehicles were damaged through no fault of the Chicago police officers, mind you. They, yeah, you know, they weren't what, chasing anyone story. that they weren't supposed to. They weren't involved in a, you know, a crash. They were just parked in front of the police station. And this is the second time. What's going on out there, man? <laughs> Somebody's mad. Somebody's I, peed I, off. Huh? I gotta think it's a parking issue, right? <laughs> the neighborhood folks get a little upset. Everybody gets dusty with parking in the city. Hey, why do they get to park out here, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I don't. I got to drive around the city a couple, two, three more. I can't hey. even find a parking spot, and I get a ticket, eh? I don't see no boot on their <laughs> stuff. There's no, nobody booting the CPD guys. <laughs> well, they, uh, they're going to get caught. That. They're going to get caught. going to be ugly. Well, the uh, first guy got caught, Robert, 44-year-old Robert. He got caught. Yeah. He's arrested. He's out on uh let's see. <laughs> no gas <laughs> bond. Felony <laughs> felony criminal damage to property. It was uh up, upwards around ten thousand dollars and uh let's see. No, he he's uh he's in Cook County jail in lieu of a twelve thousand dollar <laughs> But better bail. off getting caught with a gun. <laughs> Don't mess with the Popo's cars. <laughs> a lot of paperwork, a lot of mad guys. What do you mean I got to write 13 pages of reports on that? I didn't damage the car. Can we just do a police report, boss? No. No. There's internal records that need to be done. Yeah. Everybody's signing off on them. You know who's upset? The uh, the indoor the indoor people at the front desk. They've got to do that paperwork. I'm sure they're like, listen, boss, I need you to t- drop the book on these, this guy. <laughs> you know? And there'll be no bond for that dude, man. The next one that gets caught. He's not getting out. Federal charges, federal criminal damage to property charges on this guy. Yeah, he, the bond, he might be locked up for a year or two waiting trial. 
So, yeah, Popo on the south side, watch where you park. Even if it's next to the district station, you're not safe. Yeah, or they're not safe. Frisky dudes out there, you know, marking up the cars and damaging them, breaking windows and such. But, yeah. loop, our next story is... Classic a, Chicago. Listen, we perfected this line in this town, right? This is our line. Yeah, that's right. Hey, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> now, really, do you know who I am? <laughs> hey, you can't write me that ticket because you're going to find out who I am. You write me that ticket. Oh, man. Well, they got some problems, the guys that broke up that line last, don't yeah, they? Yeah. You know, th- these issues could be taken care of very discreetly. Yes. Yes. This, this Cook County commissioner decided to... Go full-blown. Do you really know who I am? <laughs> You're going to find out. Yeah, guess what? Now everybody knows who you are, okay? And, <laughs> and everybody's getting fired. Yeah, and they want your ass, yeah. right? Oh, Joe Ferguson, he knows who you are, right? Yeah. Joe Ferguson being the inspector general. But uh, chief of police lost his job over this. And this goes back to, what, last year, 20, 2018? Uh, this, is a, this is a September uh, incident, actually, yeah, right? This is a $250 parking ticket. Man, you're losing a $100,000 a year job plus, inserting yourself into this mess. <sighs> Just because you wanted to do the county commissioner a favor. Because uh, no. the county commissioner probably called and said, do you know who I am? I'm the guy who signs your paycheck. I'm the guy who allows you to keep your job. Hey, hey boss, I'll take care of the ticket. Big mistake. He should have picked up the phone and called Joe. <laughs> Joe, I got a problem. Hey, the county commissioner, he's all over me. The county commissioner still got his job, though, right? Yeah, he still has his job, and he says he's not going anywhere. That's right. He says, the people elected me. People put me in this job. You can't get rid of me, Inspector General. And uh, it's true, no laws were broken. I'm wondering if the dude paid the t- parking ticket. I think at the end of the day, he was forced to pay the parking ticket. That would be the smart move. But here, I mean, this is what the uh, the county commissioner used as a pretext: community uh, police relations. <laughs> that uh, that uh, yeah, it, it actually again the summer of last year, a group of uh, Hispanics, Latinos, Puerto Ricans, they were displaying their Puerto Rican flag. You know, proud of their heritage. They were at a park, and then a police officer, somebody complains. Somebody complained about the flag to a forest preserve police officer. Yeah, he, you know. <sighs> Uh, or, you know, a woman was wearing a shirt with a Puerto Rican flag while a Forest Preserve police officer looked on. It it went all over social media. It you know, everybody everybody was up in arms. It was yeah, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good sign. It, was, it didn't look good for the uh, Forest Preserve police officer. You know, you're singling out this lady for wearing a Puerto Rican flag. And then that's what the uh, county commissioner basically said. Listen, I want to make sure that incident doesn't happen again. And when you're issuing this guy the $250 parking ticket for parking in a handicapped space, you know, he's Hispanic and uh, he probably didn't listen to him. He probably had a perfect excuse for parking in a handicapped spot. Maybe. Like I'm handicapped? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe there weren't. All the the other parking spots were taken up. I'm just here for a minute. Dropping off. I'm just dropping off. Dropping off. See, if they're still in the vehicle, it's one thing. If they... Exit the vehicle and, and leave. They wander right. off. Hey, give that guy a ticket. But if you, I mean, we don't know the, the uh, specific circumstances surrounding issuing this parking ticket, but that's what the county commissioner sat him down for when he went ahead to talk with the uh, police well, officer said, and his trainee. Yeah, he said, I wanted to make sure our Latino community was not being attacked in the forces or by members of law enforcement. Sounds all good now, right? 
<laughs> he left out the whole, do you know who I am thing. <laughs> That's the problem. That, and he wanted to find out, he wanted to get more information on, uh, you know, how to contest the ticket. But when the police officer actually, you know, he was summoned to his office, he sat down with him. None of that was brought up. No. None, uh, of, that, none that, of that was brought up. <laughs> so that's why the uh, the inspector general basically said that's strained credulity. None of that, none, none of that was uh, you know talked about during your meeting. But again, someone in public office should not let's <laughs> say summon a law enforcement no. official to the office to explain what he can, what he should and should not be doing. See if he just minded his own business, right? Yeah. yeah. Parking tickets are not my business, boss. I'm sorry. You can go pay the fine and leave me alone. Yeah, when Mr. Yeah. You know who started this whole thing off? Uh, the uh, Pena. He's uh, let's ward, see. ward superintendent. Ward superintendent for Alderman Gilbert Villegas. He that's this that's the guy who started this whole you know sequence of events. And my daddy makes ninety thousand a year. Is another guy that don't need to get involved in a parking ticket beef. Yeah, the police super. Yeah, the police chief got fired because of this guy because he didn't <laughs> want to pay a two hundred fifty dollar. <laughs> parking ticket are you kidding me we all have to pay these parking tickets man right, right, right. We, and we have both paid them haven't we i get red light tickets all the time uh, yeah, i mean no getting out of that there's one, no right? getting out of them <laughs> parking tickets i mean are you kidding me 250 dollars for for mr pena come on that's our other tax in chicago that nobody ever talks about hardly but but it, believe me it's a tax and we all get hammered on it all the time and i, I have yet to go hey you know who i am <laughs> i'm not paying this <laughs> they would laugh at you down there. <laughs> Write the check, send it in, be done with it. That's right. Well, we're going to take another break right now, Paul. We're going to hit the hole. Uh, so much crime, so little time. But up next, we're going to get to that Mickey story out of uh, Disneyland, all right? And the hood rat that stirred up some uh, nonsense. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. We'll see you in a bit. Popo Nation, we're back. WLSAM 890, Chicago Popo Report, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Folks, hey, you can't listen live on Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. WLSAM.com. Pick it up anytime you want. It's great. The only way to go. No commercials, no traffic, no weather. Unlike Orlando and Mickey Mouse land, right? <laughs> Disney. Right, Paul, let's let's lighten things up a little bit with this story before we get back to the serious things that happen in Chicago. All right? This is pretty serious in our land. Yeah, right. right? this, is, this is makes front page news. That's, That's right. right. It was front page news. What does Chicago woman do? Huh? Did she go, hey, you know, do you know who I am at the Tower of Terror? Essentially, yeah. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's how every every disturbance, every confrontation that involves a Chicago uh, citizen, well, whether in Chicago or anywhere else, starts off. Well, this 23 year old lady from Chicago, she didn't have a fast pass to the Tower of Terror at Disney World. Okay, what? <laughs> yes, no fast pass. Man, and she, she wanted to get on the ride, man, with her people. Get wait in line for two hours instead of what? Oh, Twenty minutes. Well, guess what? She didn't wait in line. Oh, no, because <laughs> no. she's from Chicago. Let me tell you something. This lady is banned for life from Disney properties. I which, love it. I love it. <laughs> what you it. do? I, I, this hardly calls for a ban for life, but maybe like a year, right? Two years. <laughs> she got a little bit too. She she went all Chicago style on this uh, Disney Park employee for not uh you know letting her on that Tower of Terror. Well, because she didn't have that fast pass. Yeah, she beat up. <laughs> A Disney employee who was in costume. Beat him up. Or her. 
I don't know. Yeah, you can never tell. If it's a him you, can, or her. you can never tell. Yeah, they were in character. Yeah, right. You can't break character, even when you're getting your butt whipped by a Chicago <laughs> hood rat. I bet when you're laying on the ground going, "Stop, stop, please stop!" <laughs> I bet, I bet the old character got broke there for a while. <laughs> well, this happened on July 13th. A 23 year old Disney worker, 23 year old uh-huh. Chicago, and kind of even, right? We don't know what the weight classification was. So a girl a heavyweight or a bantamweight? <laughs> she could throw leather, though, baby. Okay? That's right. And she got herself. And the, uh, the the animal character did not want to press charges. So she doesn't get locked up. So the popo are not involved. Popo no. are yeah. not involved, right? No, no. She just, this is sort of just a, a Disney thing. Let's keep it in-house. <laughs> Between you and Mickey and Mickey One, you are banned for life from Disney. Banned for life, okay? <laughs> I better broadcast her kids. Her kids are going to be so upset. Upset that they can't go back to Disney. Are you kidding me? I'm going to ban you and your kids for life. Okay. <laughs> Who else are you related to up there? Maybe the entire South or West Side, too. Okay. You and or your associates. Yeah. That's right. You're not coming back here. Uh, you know, it, it's like 250 a day entrance fee out there these days. I'm, I'm not Man, sure I'm, she's upset about this. As a parent, I would go, please ban me. That I'm fine with it. I'm, it's all good. Take your butt to Disneyland over in, uh, you know, in L.A., okay? Well, back, back to Chicago. Copa, our Copa chief. She goes, hey, uh, Popo, you don't need, we want to eliminate that whole, you wait 24 hours to give a statement when you shoot somebody. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, as, as being, Popa, you know, Copa chief administrator, Sydney Roberts, she goes, hey, no one else gets 24 hours to give a statement. How come you guys get 24? And she and she points and she points to the victims, the perps. She calls them perps. Yeah. Victims, perps, and witnesses. Yeah. Uh, well, here, they don't have to give statements, okay? A witness is not required to give a statement to police officers. A perp is not required to talk, okay, even if he's in custody. Even a witness. I mean, I already said witness. A yeah. victim, you know, they could just... No, could, no one's required No to talk, one's required, right? exactly. Except the Pope was required. It's called a false equivalency, Paul. Yeah, well, guess what? If you, if you take that big salary and strap on that badge and gun, that's, that's part of the gig, bro. You shoot somebody, you got to make a statement. Yeah, but you get 24 hours because it's a traumatic event, okay? <laughs> yeah. You got you to gotta get yourself together. Because you're hyperventilating, you're it's it, it is traumatic. I've I've seen I've seen officers involved in shootings, and I mean, you think they're the hardest, you know, gun blade, hardest guys on the street, and then they just turn to mush, literally, because it's they, they don't know what's going on. It's a traumatic event, no doubt. And I and I'm uh I'm undecided about this whole thing. I on one hand I agree with her. I'm, I'm thinking you shouldn't get any special breaks. Okay, you get, let your FOP reps show up. Uh, a lawyer, you whatever, okay? But you're making a statement now while it's fresh. I don't want to wait 24 hours. I, and I understand her reasoning behind that. But that's one of those things in the next contract. Uh, I guarantee you the, the popo are not giving up that yeah. without a major fight. The FOP want to pump it up to 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we, federal don't we guidelines, federal levels, we'll federal levels. 30 days, okay? Let's yeah. let everybody else make their statements, then we'll make our own statement. You know? In a perfect world, right? It's not going to happen. But then they get into a pissing contest, right? What about, well, you, you people over COPA aren't trained. Hey, you don't know how to do homicides. She goes, oh, Sydney goes, oh, yes, we do. In fact, uh, 
I know for certain that everybody is going to homicide school over there. Yeah. Uh, for like a two and a half, three month course. And they're all getting certified as homicide investigators if, if they're not already. Right. But they have a budget for training that's out of this world. And she's going to train them up over there, man. They're not going to be able to uh, question their competency. I was looking at Miss Roberts' uh, LinkedIn page and uh, looking at her background. She's got a she's got a nice background. I mean, she served uh, for seven years with the uh, Illinois Secretary of State Police. Before that, she was first Deputy Inspector General, and then before that, with uh, for Illinois, and then Inspector General for uh, IDHS, Illinois Department of Human Services, and then she was a commander for Maywood and a lieutenant for the Essex County. On the East Coast, so she's got an extensive law enforcement background. She knows. Yeah, she knows the score, she man. She knows what's and going mean, on. Uh, she's worked high crime area. She's been around, in and around a lot of shootings, a lot of police misconduct. Uh, she's a force over there, and she's bright. She and went to law school. I mean, yes. yeah, the, uh, uh, she's not a practicing attorney, but she no. went to law school. She gets it. What she doesn't have a side job like all the rest of us? <laughs> you know, she doesn't. She doesn't have a real estate and family law yeah, side she, job. She's what? getting paid over there, bro. I don't think she needs a side job <laughs> for, <laughs> and, for and, fun. And you know, let me tell Break you, the monotony. Pa. I mean, I don't need the money either. Let's just... forget she got swatted. She's a little traumatized <laughs> these days too. All right, the whole damn office got swatted a couple of weeks ago, and uh, by one of their own employees, by one of their own employees. employees, and uh, they were all sucking carpet for about an hour with the SWAT team in there, acting, getting ugly. So she may still be in a bad mood over that whole SWAT experience. It's still bothering A little her, huh? testy right now. <laughs> Moving right along. What we, what we got? Uh, Let's go to Lakefront. Let's go to Lakefront. Man, let me tell you, boy, it's uh, the, the biggest serial killer in Chicago history. You know who that is, bro? Biggest <laughs> serial killer in Chicago history. Yes. That's a good one. Lake Michigan is the biggest serial killer. <laughs> Lake Michigan has killed more dudes, man, <laughs> than any single entity ever. I, I, lake Michigan is the most dangerous lake out of all the big lakes. Over a thousand people since they started keeping that stat. And man, they were running them up this week, weren't they? Well, Paul, especially now with the water, you know, the water's so high, you can't, uh, if you're, if you're drinking, especially if you're drinking, you're on a fast boat and you're not familiar with the other uh, shoreline right. and you don't, if you disregard the whole buoy separation. Yes. You got to stay on, <laughs> yeah, on the other side of the buoys, guys, not, the, not the side closest to the no, shore. No. Okay. And you're going fast in a boat. You're going to hit one of those, uh, what are those called? Um, uh, steel, walls. steel yeah. retaining uh, you're walls. You're gonna hit something that doesn't move. Yeah, and you die because they're above. They're below water now. Right. You can't see them. Well, that's why we got the buoys. See, uh, boaters, take the Coast Guard safety course, the captain's course. Okay, no, learn what you're doing out there in that water before you get half a fifth of Jim Beam in your little belly and you decide to go racing up and down the lakeshore. Because that lake is unforgiving. No, it's hey, absolutely. And you hit them walls and other boats. You're out of the water. You're in the water quick. And with these waves, the waves this week, I mean, it looks like the ocean. And it, yeah. uh, I, I have had people from other countries visit, all right? A lot of friends, they look at Lake Michigan and they go, what ocean is that? <laughs> We're going to take another break, Paul, and we've got another story involving the lake, this time shooting. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WS AM890. See you in a bit. Hi. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 Ah, Popo Nation, we're back. Lupe Guire, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Saturday night, 
And, hey, bro, the bodies were hitting the floor over there at the uh, Lakefront Theater near Lincoln Park. You ever been over there? It's a nice... I have been over there. Yeah. It's very nice. It's been uh, renovated. Uh, it's a great venue, weddings and... Uh, a great restaurant. Uh, it's just a general great time in that that whole uh, right off of Fullerton Avenue. It wasn't a great time the other night, was it? Nothing good <laughs> happens at after midnight, Paul. Especially three thirty in the morning. Three thirty in the morning. A couple of groups got a little froggy, and the guns came out, didn't they? Hey, listen, I thought the I thought the uh, lakefront was closed at eleven o'clock. <laughs> they, they didn't get the memo. <laughs> the gangsters did not get that memo. Remember the flying bicycles? <laughs> it was kind of late too. It's all right? part of the flying bicycles, exactly. You got you got flying bullets. You've got people, you know, flying all over the place, getting hit by bullets and, and bikes. You name it. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to Chicago police, group of individuals are walking toward the lakefront when another group was leaving the lakefront at about three thirty in violation of that eleven o'clock rule. I might add. Come on, I think my fellow police officers should, you know, patrol that lakefront a little bit more frequently. Yeah, but they're in Lincoln Park. Nothing ever happens there, right? It's, you know, it's pretty quiet in Lincoln Park for the most part. You'd think, right? Well, not that night. <laughs> not that night. <laughs> Bullets started flying and bodies started. Seven people went to the hospital. Yeah. With gunshot wounds. Yeah, not just superficial wounds. Hey. I mean, one was critical, right? Nobody killed. They all survived it. Oh. Thank, thanks to bad, poor marksmanship. Have we lowered the bar that much? Well, as long as no one dies, you know, they just get hit by gunfire, then we're okay. We are okay. And and we have the Chicago Fire Department, paramedics, probably not that busy at 3.30. We're able to send all kind of ambos out there. Every local restaurant, every local uh, hospital just got hit by gunshot. Videos. Let me tell you, if you were sleepy, you got woke up. The emergency rooms were hopping after this one. Northwestern, Illinois Masonic. Uh, I think there's uh, there's Weiss right down the street, too. I mean, you name it. Took him to Holy Cross, which Holy is over Cross. Like 67th in California. That's a long way from Lincoln Park, man. Wait, was that the one where the lady just walked in? Yeah. And she, was, uh, she finally realized after driving, what? Five miles. Yeah, she had a gunshot wound to the chest. She goes, ah, what's this, this thing itching? It's not a bee sting. Let me let, let me hit the Maybe emergency room. It wasn't a wasp that got me tonight. Oops, 22. <laughs> and I, I, I have to tell you, uh, you might not want to go to Holy Cross with a gunshot no. wound, okay? No, no. Just stick to Northwestern, you Chicago or Christ. I just got one thing to say. Hey, hoy, oh, popo, help us out, man. Let's, let's keep that lakefront clear after 11 o'clock because... Because I do my midnight bike runs, you know, and uh, <laughs> once you get a, once you get south of uh, uh, Lincoln Park, it gets kind of dicey. Loop, a lot you, got, of, you got that second chance vest on as you're riding home? <laughs> a lot of shady people with, uh, yeah, yes, with, you know, illegal weapons are out walking about. We, we could assume pretty much at 3.30 in the morning, anybody walking about is up the... Pretty much no good, right? Let's be proactive, all right? Yes. 11 o'clock, yeah. let's just clear that lakefront out. That's right. Nobody. Hood rats and non-hood rats. Well, that's a problem. But nobody died. This is, this is a good <laughs> yeah, thing, Yeah, right? I guess nobody died. And, and no Lincoln Park residents got hammered <laughs> with a stray bullet. Yeah. They're all below window level down there. It's, yeah, the east side of uh, Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> Unless that bullet could travel, what, a quarter mile? Yeah, it's, it'll take a while to get to them. Yeah. And when it does, it's not going to happen. Nobody's going to get killed with that bullet. Yeah. How about we go to New Lenox? Ah, uh, like New Lenox, a little suburb out there right next to Joliet. Not so much a little suburb anymore. No, yeah, it's gotten, uh, it's gotten an influx of people. Yeah, that's right, yeah. They had the lovely Aleka, my sister-in-law, lives out there. 
She's she's hanging in New Lenox for many years now. I like New Lenox. Is that where they make the Lenox uh, air conditioners? No. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> that's that's not it, bro. Okay. All right. No Lenox air conditioning out there. Uh, uh, barely a good restaurant. They just stole the name? Country Charm. I recommend Country Charm if you're New Lenox on Charm. Route 30. Yes. <laughs> Owned by my wife's godfather. We won't tell anybody. Get a nice bowl. Uncle George. Uncle George will take care of you. Jason. Nice bowl of Lucky Charms? That's right. No, no Lucky Charms at Lucky Charm. (laughs) Bacon and eggs, my friend, okay? Basic American staple out there. Well, was Miss Sarah Raycroft uh, having a couple, two, three beers there before she uh, decided to... uh... (laughs) Should I serve any liquor at the Country (laughs) Charm? But she did have a few cocktails, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, more than a few, and she found herself uh, in someone else's home. That's usually a mm. bad thing, right? I think you're blackout drunk at that point, right? <laughs> I think you're in trouble. Maybe she lived nearby, or she, or the, the street down, you know, the next next street, or whatever. But she apparently drove there, parked her car, got out, and somehow, you know, wound up in the living room. <laughs> Brother, I might add, this was at three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Nobody back. locks their doors at three thirty in the afternoon. I mean, Lennox <laughs> is pretty, uh, pretty sedate out there. Not mm-hmm. a lot of crime. Uh-huh. You could assume generally at three thirty, not going to be a strange drunk woman showing up in the living room. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe New Lennox is getting a reputation for this, though. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the resident called the cops, and the popo showed up, and then uh, she they, they they just happened to see Miss Raycroft. Uh, uh, just stroll by, or was it drive by? She was driving by, <laughs> She's which like, uh, complicated her life uh, immensely. She at was kind of whistling as she was driving, like, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> That's right. And they go, oh, no, not so You're fast, not. honey. <laughs> uh, please uh, step over here. We want you to do a little walking and talking for us. So, yeah. She, she, by the way, thank God she didn't have a gun, because her bond got set at $75,000 oh out God. there in Lake County, right? If she would have had a gun, her bond would have been easy $200. <laughs> you know, in Chicago, it's an I-bond for this Maybe thing, in right? in Chicago, but not in New Lenox. Yeah. What, what county is this? Will County, babe. Will County, yeah. Will they don't County. mess with Will County. Yeah. They dropped the hammer on her, man. Mm-hmm. She she made that bond. She, she posted she 7500 she cash. She's like, no problem for me, I guess if she whipped out the Amex at the jail, okay? Uh-huh. Go ahead, put it on this. I'll worry about it in 30 days. I don't mind paying the interest either. Well, guess what her lawyer's going to say to her <laughs> well, yeah, for this one? It's going to be a minimum of 7500 bucks to him. She probably said, why don't you give yourself a tip while you're at it? Yeah. <laughs> throw, $100, throw $100 for yourself, uh, for your troubles. <laughs> New Lenox Police Department. Day, day drinking leads to... You know, some bad activities sometimes. Like, you know, going to strangers' houses and you making yourself sun, at all. Yeah, you got the sun, you know, a couple too many uh, Long Island iced teas, yeah. Maybe maybe a little poolside action, right? Yeah. Maybe cocktail a little bit too much that day? You know, <laughs> yeah. Cocktailing a lot. Well, folks, in New Lennox, what do we call them? New Lennoxins? Huh? <laughs> New Lexonians? There you go. That's <laughs> good. Go. Lock your doors, even at 3.30. <laughs> even okay? at 3.30. All right. Lock them up. You never know when a crazy drunk lady's going to walk in. Moving right along before you really go total degenerate. From New Lenox to Skokie. Over by there on the north ah, side. That's about as far away from New Lenox as you can get. <laughs> right. what, what happened up in Skokie, bro? <laughs> 18-year-old Emmanuel Hernandez. He, they were, he was with his uh, with uh, his roommate and another guy, another older guy, I guess. Uh, he was, they were fixing their car, doing some uh, doing some doing some work on their car, and then somehow <laughs> somebody got upset, and then somebody wound up shanking. Well, the 18-year-old wound up wound up shanking the uh, the 31-year-old uh, victim. See, mm. yeah, most 31-year-olds. 
probably going, you know what? I could handle this 18-year-old. I could whip that ass, all right? So. He's only 18. Until he pulls out the uh, <laughs> Until he pulls out the, the big blade. long knife, right? <laughs> And and uh, and they go they go full out jailhouse assault on you, stabbing you multiple times like you're in the yard. Don't bring fists to a knife fight, Paul. Oh no, oh no! This is you're gonna get slashed. And this is all over the repairing of a truck. These guys are sort of friends, right? Some mechanical work. They have to be. I'm sure they were drinking a couple beers because you you always drink a couple beers when you're doing mechanic work, right? You're doing it around the you know oh, in the garage. Part of that's an old American yeah, custom, exactly. right? Yeah, maybe right? one too many lights. <laughs> Maybe, they, you know, by the time they rolled into that second case, they probably should have quit working on the truck at that point. It probably made things worse, and somebody just got upset, huh? <laughs> well, the roommate said Ernie Andes typically carries a switchblade and a gold knife covered in dried blood. Well, the switchblade was recovered with dried blood on it. Well, he was very effective with that switchblade. We're going to take another break, Paul. All right, when we come back, we got some crime, more crime and mayhem. Uh, and then we're going to follow it up a little funky crime and punishment time a little bit later. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Uh, welcome back, sports fans. Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890. 50,000 screaming watts coming at you on Saturday night. And our next story takes us out to Indiana. Oh, we love Indiana. We do like Just Indiana. as much as we love Florida. We play some banjo music for Indiana, too, on occasion, I think. Because this one... She's a rocket scientist. Wait, anyway, before we get to that, I was talking to a streets and sands. Well, not a streets and sands guy. A guy who a guy who's very familiar with uh, with hauling waste. Uh, That's what they do. A, a big, and plow. A, this guy's like an executive for a, a waste hauling company, and I just just happened to ask him, "Hey, so where does all our garbage go? How does this? How does all this? How does all this waste get tr- get transported? And where does it wind up? We don't have any landfills near near Chicago anymore. It all gets put in a big semi." We've got central distributions around the city. The waste gets put put in a big semis, and it gets gets all, all the way to Indiana. All our garbage winds up in Indiana now. Well, I, you know, New York City, they their garbage goes in the ocean Whoa. on barges, <laughs> right? Whoa. Well, I guess, and, and having spent not, not so much <laughs> a considerable amount of time in Indiana, that's a, that's a good place for the garbage to go for the most part. Okay. <laughs> Then I'll get us some emails and texts from Indiana. Hey, just kidding. Just a fun fact, man. You're <laughs> boosting your economy, guys. I'm sure we're paying for that privilege to ship the garbage there. We're paying, and yeah, we're, a lot of money's going into that economy because of our waste. Hey, hey listen, it's just going to wind up as a golf course somewhere at some point. You're right. That's right. You're going to plant some sod on top of this stuff, put in, stick some pipes in the ground so it don't explode and... They'll put a golf course on it. Beautiful golf course is about 20 years, yeah. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's what we do in the Chicago area. Well, hey. But let's get back Indiana. on track. Let's get back well, on what track. Happened to mom? Mommy has got a problem. She takes her kid out of the hospital against medical advice, so DCFS gets called. Right. So then she's got to go back down and have the kid, the baby examined, and she's got a toddler, too. Mm-hmm. That's where the story gets kind of snarled. Yeah. <laughs> what does she do? She leaves the toddler in the car. While she's in the hospital with DCFS on the dock, looking at the baby. Yeah, windows rolled. Not, not that it would have made a difference. Windows rolled down or up, but windows rolled up. Car turned off. They don't have the ACs not on, and the poor kids in there. 
on his iPad or on a... You think this chick's got issues, huh? Miss Ost, spelled O-S-T. I know a really fine trial attorney named Tom Ost. I'm sure he's not related. Let's hope not. He'd be appalled. But, I mean, uh, the sick irony behind the story. I mean, you're going to go, yeah, interview with DCF, Indiana DCFS, and then you're, <laughs> you put your kid in danger by leaving him in a, a hot car. A toddler. I mean, how dumb can you get? Let's say it What again. is wrong with you? I don't know. Let's say it again. People, you cannot leave your kid in the car. Period. Not in the winter, not in the summer, but especially in the summer. Even if he wants to stay yeah. in the car yeah. and not hang out with moms, right. okay? Do not leave him in the car. Leave him with a stranger down the street. Or your dog. The dog can't stay in the car with the windows rolled up in the summer. You know, take him to a McDonald's. Just get him a Happy Meal. You know, he'll hang out with uh, with the Ronald McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> the, the homeless people are drinking coffee all day for a buck, right? Yeah. But don't leave him in a hot car, people. Come on. Well, and what, of course, she gets in a hospital and she gets in a beef with the DCFS people. Of course. Right? Would you expect anything less? <sighs> I, I'm guessing at this point she has custody of zero kids. They are probably in the custody of the Indiana Children and Family Services people. Which is, I'm saying with this mom, probably a good move. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? I think the stars are aligning for these kids, yeah. Because moms, <laughs> she is no good. Well, you know, Swat's been pretty busy in Chicago lately, haven't they? It's always a big story when Swat gets called. I mean, it's a huge event. I mean, people go out there, they they bring popcorn, they have a, you know, they, they, get, they get a drink. I mean, and they wait this thing out because they last a long time. SWAT has all the toys, man. They have the armored vehicles. They do. And the they got to use them. They got snipers everywhere, right? Yeah. They got guys who can kill you from a mile away. Listen. <laughs> and they're waiting just for that opportunity. Yeah. Listen, these, these barricade incidences happen all the time. And instead of going in there, guns blazing, breaking down doors, calling, you know, getting, getting CFD involved, uh, you know, do an emergency break like, and just wait it out. Like man. they call do Roger SWAT. Park. Roger Park don't call SWAT team, though. No, I, no. I go in. <laughs> Lupe, you, you call Lupe, Lupe. these people go in and everybody's shooting at everybody. You call Lupe, he's got <laughs> he, but, but most of the time, nobody gets hit on them calls, right? See, We're in a little apartment building, bullets flying, and everybody manages to walk away without a scratch. CFD breaks down that door, and I'm in there with my taser. <laughs> All clear, buddy. All they clear. don't need no stinking swat up in Rogers Park. You guys, you guys stay down there, you know. Not where trouble is. This I mean, is for, in Lakeview. Yeah, for the most part, SWAT's just working out, you know, all day long. They're doing... Uh, lifting weights down at the gym, weights. right on the south, near south side there, right? Tra training. <laughs> they train all the time, so why not give them a call? Why put your put your life in danger? They need Unnecess to practice, Unnecessarily. Right? You, got, you got the SWAT team, you know, on top of it. We got them. Well, they've, they've been busy lately, haven't they? <laughs> Here you go. We got them. Use them, right? That's right. We got them. We might as well use them. Great. Use all them toys we have in that budget. Absolutely. Right? The SWAT team. Hey, I might add, nobody got killed. Nope. The SWAT team is to negotiate mostly. Right. They don't want to kill people. Right. They only kill people when they absolutely have to. Wait them out. Yes. None of those guys ever get in trouble. And you, then, never, you never see them in the paper for excessive force. Yeah, and beat officers go to lunch. That's right. You guys could take it easy. Yeah, take a 20. Hey, hey boss, SWAT's got this thing, okay? I'm done. Done. <laughs> I'm going for a break. I, in fact, I got to go tan. I got a yeah. I got a vacation coming up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's lucky when you live near the lake. Or you work near the lake. Yeah, you can't tan when you know wearing on blue pants and vest and long sleeve shirts, bro. It's kind of hard. No, 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 no. But we got this next disturbing. Actually, this is a beyond disturbing uh, story. Saw the video. Uh huh. Young I mean, girl, special needs. By the way, she was missing for four or five days. Right. She's out. And she was missing with 
pack of her friends, I guess. Yeah. And they, she gets managed to get herself beat up on videotape. Wasn't she found because of this? Because yes. of the tape, yes. it went viral, and then right. she, yeah. yeah, everybody's looking for her, right? right? Um, and three or four of her colleagues, for lack of a better term, decided to put a whipping on her, and somebody videotapes it just because it's a Tuesday and there's nothing better. To do. Right. Let's just let's just yeah. These were all teenage girls beating up another teenage girl. So the video gets posted by a friend of the girl that can't defend herself. Right. Well, she's getting that rear end tore up. There's four on one. Yeah. Not a fair fight. And um, she punching. She's crying. She's howling. It's 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 disturbing. Fortunately, she didn't get hurt badly. Hurt feelings hurt more than anything else. I think she she didn't have any serious injuries. But uh, five million people watch this thing on social right. media. Man, I mean that's that's tough. That's hard. That's it's the Chicago girls uh, acting badly. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, the uh, special victims unit, uh, you know, they well get some answers. They made arrests, but I think everybody's a juvenile. I think they're treating it as a juvenile matter too. She supposedly got beat up. Listen to this for not participating in some kind of sex act. Mm, yeah. So it just it keeps getting worse the longer yeah, this thing worse, goes on. Yeah. And I, I seen a CPD out there having a little press conference. I believe it was on Wednesday, and they were officer who was talking about it. Man was just out of his mind. You, you see things on that job. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You're never going to see anywhere else, no, right? No, no. So here's our next story, and we're going to out this dude. What's this guy's name? Bruce Mirabella, age fifty, lives in Bartlett. If Bruce ever gets out of jail. I, I hope there's some karma waiting for him. What did Bruce do, Loop? This guy's a big, big jag off with a capital jag. So he walks into a Bartlett grocery store to get some booze. You know, he's probably half in the bag as it is, right? Well, he's, <laughs> he's on Stern's, Stern and Route 59 in Bartlett. I know that jewel very well. There you go. Over and by there, the jewel. It's in DePage County. Uh, unfortunately for this mope, Bruce Mirabella, age 50. And what did Bruce do after he makes his purchase of alcohol at the jewel? Well, I guess the uh, the bagger didn't bag his uh, booze the way he wanted to, or maybe just to, or maybe there was no perfect, there was no reason to do this. You just punched him, punched the bagger. Let's talk about the bagger. As, as in many jewel stores, they hire special need kids. Uh, some people with Down syndrome, some autistic people, right. people though that generally have some sort of severe learning disability, but it's able to function on a pretty high end level. Yeah, yeah, like bag groceries and pick up carts without getting themselves run over in the parking lot. But Jewel has always been really, really good about that. And this guy punches the special needs kid in the face and then kicks him in the back when he hits the ground. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm losing my mind when I see this. If I'm in that store that night, this this guy's going out feet first. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm going to jail. Absolutely. I am going to jail. And anyways, Bartlett's police pick him up at his home later. No doubt he used a credit card or something. Moron that he is. That's exactly. Or, or, or you know what? We have surveillance cameras outside uh, the Jewel. And they just, the probably, place, they right? just probably caught his license plate. Yeah, exactly. Well, He was driving there drunk and left drunk. He gets caught. And then... Uh, my friend Bob Berlin, state's attorney in DePage County, there has a go. press conference over this one. He's so ticked. This guy's going to jail. And I hope he goes for about 20. Absolutely. All right. Oh, by the way, Luke, you'll ever guess what? He's been to jail before. He's a convicted oh, felon. Absolutely. And what reckless, did he do? A little reckless homicide action. Yeah, he yeah. killed somebody on 294. Yeah. Because he was drunk. 
and he's been to prison. Hopefully, this time he doesn't get out till he's like a really old man. This is outrageous. It's, this is a crime against humanity. It's time for Mr. Mirabelli to learn his lesson, right? Well, I'm going to tell you, them judges in DuPage County, they, they'll be bidding against each other to get this case. You're going to see a number rolled over on this guy. If it's in fact true, and it in fact did happen, uh, he's going to get a number he'll never forget. It's all on tape. We're going to take another break right now. When we come back, we got a story out of Cincinnati where a judge is behaving badly because she didn't want to lose her job or because she was losing her job. You've been listening to the Chicago Pulper Report on WLS AMA 90. I'm sorry. So sorry. Ah, uh, welcome back, Popo Nation. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WSAM 890, Saturday night. And hey, <laughs> former judge Tracy Hunter. She's pretty sorry. What happened to Tracy? Can't do the time, don't do the crime. <laughs> judge. Uh, judge Tracy uh, inserted herself in a case involving her brother. Right. Gets all the rules and laws of the great state of Ohio. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to do your your brother, your relative, uh, you know, a favor and look what happens. You wind up in trouble. Well, she gets convicted of a fourth degree felony, unlawful interest in a public contract. And she gets convicted in 2014, right? A lot of appeals. So the yeah. other day she gets sentenced, right? And she brings in You think she's getting paid, you know, while she's I uh, Once she got convicted, appeals. I doubt it. Even under the appeals, they would have said, sorry, Charlie, you're yeah. done. Okay, Or she maybe resigned. Maybe she had a pension involved and yeah. got out before. Mm -hmm. But in any event, she gets to six months. You would have thought, the way everyone carried on, they said six years. Seriously, six months? Go shut up and go do probably three months and you're out. And it's probably a cush Cush facility, hey, right? Let me tell you something. She got the judge goes credit one day served. <laughs> she had so she got to do one day short of six months. Yeah. And well, anyways, the visual is she. The courtroom erupts from her supporters. They're outraged that the lovely judge Tracy only got six months. Uh, they're saying it's a political hit job. I mean, you have so many supporters writing letters uh, on her behalf. You they know, didn't I want mean, her to go to any, jail. She had people. Right? She had a lot of friends. Like a well-organized defendant. Okay, she had uh, a judge with a law license. Has some friends. I'm guessing a lot of friends in high places and I'm, various places. I gotta tell you, based on what I saw, it looked like a lot of people from her church. Look like church people. Yeah. Okay, they're all dressed very nicely. Not, not no hood rats. All nice. No. Older people. No hood rats from well, Chicago, Southside. They're tick, bro. They are hot, man. They jump up, they're screaming, they're hollering. And the deputies immediately grab the judge to walk her out of the courtroom because she's going into custody. Yeah. She decides she's not walking out. So they basically get behind her, grab her underneath her armpits, and they drag her out. Her heels are just literally dragging across the carpet on the way out of the courtroom. And she's sitting there stone faced. I'm not walking. That's her way of protesting. Yeah, it was it was all pretty comical. <laughs> I like when judges go to jail. Okay, get a little taste of their own medicine, right? Although she'll never be back on the bench, so uh, no sympathy for her. She's out. I like the cast of characters here. I mean, just look at the, all the last names. We got a we got a Patrick Dinklacker. We've got a we got a John <laughs> we got a John Cranley. We got a Mr. Smitherman. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati. These are, these are all colorful names. It's a melting pot. It's a melting pot of different ethnic people, right? Uh, <laughs> no, it's wonderful. The judge yeah. was Tracy Hunter that went to jail. Not, not too not too much of an ethnic name there, and she didn't like going to jail. 
Not at all. She went out in style. Yes, she did. Cincinnati she, she, she style. She did go out in style. Maybe you'll get a, a TV gig out of this. How about that? I uh, can't. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> What's our next story, Lope? What's we, going on? We got, uh, oh, let's see. Where are we going now? Uh, going up to Indiana. Oh, the uh, involving the... Uh, <sighs> The child oh, I who, hate uh, story, man. in the family, the crews out in Puerto Rico. A kid whose grandfather was holding her up outside a open window by the swimming pool, fell 10 stories and died. Uh, dad of the child, the victim child, is a, a police officer. All the grandparents were there. The whole family. It's a tragic, tragic story. Now the mother is suing uh, Royal Caribbean. Uh, it's their fault. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps I mean we yeah we talked about this last yes. week. Uh, they 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 were setting they were setting the whole thing up. This set the storyline was uh was being uh, uh they were laying the groundwork. Yeah, and now the lawsuit's getting filed, and it's it, this is going to be ugly. No winners, no winners. Not going to be any winners in this one. <laughs> I mean, you think the grandfather's taking any responsibility for this? I I think the grandfather is probably. I don't care whose fault it is. I was responsible and. <sighs> Uh, you, your grandchild gets killed. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and these are nice people, man. Yeah, I mean, these I'm are, sure, these are I'm good sure. people. I mean, they're they're. This is a tragic, tragic accident. No matter what happened, we were hanging out with the in laws, and we were talking about this case, and um, my 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 wife's parents. Right. So, and they're always all over our son, just holding him and grabbing him. You know, walking outside wherever we were. I'm like, hey, remember that story out of out of Puerto Rico, the cruise ship? Okay. Make sure you hold on to him, all right? <laughs> you're when brutal, you're, man. When you're, walking, brutal. <laughs> when you're walking down the street, don't let go of his hand, all right? You're, you're terrible. <laughs> if you're, we, we were near a body of water. Make sure you stay away from that body of water. I was giving him so much crap. <laughs> Poor grandparents, man. <laughs> and they're like, come on, man. I'm like, no. I, I, Get him over here. Get him over I, here. I frequently watch a couple of my grandchildren, right? Uh-huh. They live close by, and, and I'll pinch it when uh, the mom and dad right. are too busy or tied up. And I'm available. And I got to tell you, man, I live in fear of something happening to one of them kids when I'm with them. I'm so careful. I'm I'm I'm, ter- I'm terrified that something would happen to them. And the older they get, it gets a little bit easier. But yeah. still, I don't I don't want my mother, one of my daughter in laws, looking at me and going, you you know, it's because of you, our child is you know uh, horribly injured or dead. I mean, I, th- I, I guess could never even imagine a three year old. He just wants to just, just wants to start running and and, and, and doing everything <laughs> and, 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 and yes. doing everything. And, right. and the minute I turn my back, here Max gets away and he's uh <laughs> he's he's running away like in cars are nearby. I'm like, see what happened? You just like what's wrong with you? You let go of them. Hey, yesterday a kid got away from mom at the airport and uh, got sucked up into the baggage thing, uh, underground baggage See, deal. Right. I mean, she she was turned to get her boarding passes and the kid, boom, right right on the belt, gone. It just takes a, it just takes a split second and uh, something tragic could happen. Now I, I, I yeah yeah <laughs> grandparents. Don't 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 be that guy or girl, okay? Don't dangle, don't dangle your I, I'm kids. Saying, you know, I'm, get a little pair of mini handcuffs and handcuff them to you. I actually had some uh, some you rubber handcuffs. Might have a problem, but I'm t- as a grandparent, I, I don't care. I'm cuffing the kid right to my hip. I had some of those for Max. He was handcuffed to my uh, to my wrist. Not with steel handcuffs. Just I, I like handcuffs. the dog leash thing. I'm dog leash thing works. Just like a dog leash thing, yes. right? Yes. We're going to take another break, Paul. When we come back, we got some uh, funky crime and punishment time around the nation and your favorite, Florida. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. See you in a bit. Chris.
Ah, Chicago, we're back. Popo Report. Creeping on our big close, a big finale. WLSAM 890, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Saturday night. Hey, folks, you can't listen to us live. WLSAM.com. Don't miss it. Pick up all the Popo reports there, and as well as anybody else who ever broadcasts on this radio station, this, this giant of the industry. Huge. Story, huh? Huge. Huge. <laughs> Huge. We're talking the biggest, the best. Hey, everybody's licking and drinking and messing with food and drink all of a sudden, bro. What's going on? I don't know. These kids are bored or, I don't know, just idiots. Bored, stupid, and idiots, huh? This is on video, you know, the good old uh, doorbell surveillance thing, right? The ring doorbell. I mean, this this thing is is great. Jimmy John, guys delivering food quickly, right? Yeah. And while he's out there waiting for someone to come to the door after you ring the doorbell, he... He's got uh, one of the drinks in his hand, and he licks the top of the drink. There's not a straw in it. At least he's not drinking it. Mm-hmm. He's just licking the top of the mm-hmm. cup, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, they catch him. Right. Jimmy John is very apologetic. They were outraged at his misconduct, fired the driver, and off he went. But uh, 12-year-old, 12-year-old kid busted him. The 12-year-old said, Let me go back and review the tape. <laughs> See if he did anything to our food. Smart 12-year-old. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's it, all good. It, it says that he got fired, but I, I think it. I think he's trying to get his job back, or they're trying to give him his job back. Who's that? I don't if, think. if 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 uh, with with her blessing, with the uh, the homeowner, the, the homeowner's blessing. Yeah, this, the this dumb kid's blessing. Huh? This dumb kid's gonna get his job back if she says it's okay. Well, no, I believe in a zero tolerance policy I, when it comes you to you can't lick the top of somebody else's drink. When okay? it comes to any kind of food handling, zero tolerance. You get caught, you're getting, <laughs> well, you're not no, getting any keep, not get, no cash bill like, for you, like buddy. Licking the ice cream in the freezer right, at the grocery too. store. That's true. That, that, that too. Yeah. If I walk by and that's happening, I'm going to be like the drunk guy from Bartlett. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna eat that whole gallon of ice cream. No Jesse Smollett treatment for you, all no, right? None at all. Moving right along to Baltimore. Baltimore's <laughs> deputy police commissioner gets robbed at gunpoint. Like his first weekend in town. God, the irony is like thick. Here. Bro, bro, I seen this dude. Okay, he's like the softest looking white guy ever to walk the earth. He's he is a victim crime waiting to happen. Okay, he's like every every perp's like. Wet dream. He like oh. he got he got marked like maybe a mile away. He's like, let's mess with this guy. Let's rob him and let's you know. Let's. I'm, I'm thinking he didn't read up on Baltimore before he took the job there. He's not a Baltimorean, okay? He, he, he's come from out of town. He's from he's from uh, down south. Huh? His last gig was down in uh, I believe Louisiana area in New Orleans. He, he might want to stay down there, okay? Because in New Orleans is not exactly a, a soft town, but not Baltimore by any stretch of the imagination. These dudes see this. Guy and his wife walking down the street. He gets robbed first night in town. <laughs> he was he was hired to be the deputy commissioner of compliance of the compliance bureau. He's responsible for overseeing the department's consent decree compliance. <laughs> Which means the Baltimore PD, they don't care. And he gets jacked. <laughs> oh uh, is there, no money got hurt. He, he got robbed. It's a pretty funny story. <laughs> this guy needs a bodyguard. <laughs> okay, Baltimore PD, you better, better escort this dude around town for a while. Yeah, Mr. Murphy. Yeah, yeah Rob. He robbed the day after Harrison released new plans to reduce violent crime. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work for him, did it? Yeah, the uh, the the uh, the offenders didn't get the memo on that one. <laughs> it's it, it it's really. The irony of it, you're right. It's just, it's a great story. <laughs> it's great. Okay, good. I've, 
I'm glad it's not me that got robbed. Of course, I'm a concealed carry guy, okay? Yeah, you rob me, there's generally going to be a gunfight. <laughs> I'm, I'm not handing over anything voluntarily. No. Except, you know, wife or something like that. Take her. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Leave the Rolex alone, please. You can have her. <laughs> I don't have an insurance policy on it. It'd be a big problem. Don't, don't take my stogies. That's right. Just leave my cigars alone, okay? <laughs> take the Greek. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll talk her way out of it five minutes in the back of the car. They'll be going, get, let her out now. Let's go to the friendly skies, buddy. Ah, uh, not so friendly. Uh, guy, guy, uh, you know, guy's traveling with his girlfriend, right? They're getting on the plane. You know, normal couples <laughs> do. They go on trips together or come back home, whatever. You know, this couple may not be going on another trip together. Or not anytime soon unless there's some kind of reconciliation. Well, I, he, you know, he, wandering eye maybe? Yeah. Or was she just, is she overdoing it? I think she was overdoing it. Maybe she's just a little bit too, uh, I don't know. Chubby? Insecure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a big chubber. Yeah. She's a little chubby, little okay? Chubster. Maybe he, she, he's chubster. looking at somebody who wasn't quite as chubby as the girlfriend. Little chubster. And then he, he probably said, hey, listen, honey, I am looking at the menu, but I oh, am not ordering. That's right. <laughs> I'm just merely looking. I'm yeah, browsing. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that was probably not the thing to say to this chubbette. Okay, because she lit his ass up, man. <laughs> Should she do? I, and of course, it got taped because everybody had the phone out at this point. Oh yeah, she took his laptop and tried to beat him half to death with it. <laughs> Smashed him pretty hard in the head with that laptop. Yeah. American Airlines got a little, a little exciting in American. It, waiting to go to from uh, L.A. to Miami. Like, it did, didn't look like it was one of those Mac Air laptops, a little thin, you know, weighs like heavy, like <laughs> ten years ago. Yes, <laughs> six pounder, six, man. Right, like it with a barbell. <laughs> <laughs> she put an ass whipping on him right on the plane. That it, laptop was probably running. Uh, I don't know, Microsoft 1.0. Bro, new girlfriend oh. time. Okay, time to get rid of that one. She's too excitable. Come on, buddy. There are a lot, there are a lot of chupsters out there. So if this one's beating you with a laptop. I'm sure you get another one. <laughs> she was pretty uh, verbally abusive, I, I might add. <laughs> she goes, you better believe I wear the effing pants in, in this family. <laughs> Ooh. Leaving Miami, coming home, to, coming home to Los Angeles, right? LA flight. Yeah, you know. One of them going on vacation, leaving on probation, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great line. I got to be a federal charge on that one, right? Yeah. American Airlines goes, ah, oh, well, you know, <laughs> not not our fault, not our party, not our clown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we can't help you. You'll have more coming. Oh, guess what time it is? A little funky crime and punishment uh, time. You know it is. <laughs> yeah, folks, you know what happens when you hear that, huh? Florida. Talking about another judge. Oh, oh, this is our second second judge of the night who's been behaving a little judge. badly. Yeah. And by the way, another lady judge. Gina T. Hawkins. Ah, uh, I love her name. No, it's not just Gina. That, that, that's that's <laughs> short for I, I, something. I'll leave that name off. Okay, go ahead. Tell, her, tell us what her name was. Miss Vagina Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> that's her name. Oh, bro. <laughs> that's how it's spelled, Vagina. <laughs> V-E-G-I-N-A. Perhaps this is why she goes by Gina. Gina. Yes, because 
Her parents, uh... That's the best uh, yeah. part of this Did story. Did they have a sense of humor when they named this kid? What happened? I think her parents just wanted to mess mess with her life. Be that as it may, it's Fort Lauderdale, which is some dicey areas. Just was down there not too long ago. Uh, she got charged with inappropriate conduct because... And my dad, unfit to serve because she's a little crazy. And what'd she do, Luke? What'd she do down there in Broward County? Well, I guess her clerk was a little bit too slow handing her, uh, you know, I guess official documents or whatever, court-related documents, and she just decided to strangle the poor guy. <laughs> you know, choke him. <laughs> and he didn't He didn't like that too much. Yeah, here's the problem. See, she was a former prosecutor, right? So prosecutors usually get, a law, get away with this kind of thing, right? Because prosecutors don't prosecute other prosecutors. Right. <laughs> but, but now she's on the bench, right? No longer a prosecutor. It doesn't enjoy the protection of her former colleagues as much as she wants to. Damn, that, that, that stinks for Miss Vagina. <laughs> Miss Vagina, Gina, as she likes to be known as, uh, she, she lit her clerk up, man. He was a little slow, and she just decided to strangle his butt in court in front of everybody. Let's see if she gets the justice she deserves. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We should go down there for this one. That's sentencing. If they, they, the, the one in Ohio gets carried out, I, this judge, she's going to come flying out. When we come back, we got some more trailer park shenanigans, and we've got a great happy ending involving an Uber driver. You never hear that before, huh, Paul? You've been listening to Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 90. See you in a bit. I'm picking up Ah, uh, this is what you've been waiting for, sports fans. Popo Report closing segment Saturday night, WSAM eight ninety. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, back to Florida, bro. What our lady do down there? I'm gonna moisturize my lips for this one. Paul. Yeah, you better do that, okay? Because a Florida woman goes, she she gropes another lady on a on a tour boat, okay? <laughs> Grabs her by the butt. She and wanted a cop a feel. A couple times. Well, you know. And the lady's husband objected, as as did probably the six-year-old son that was accompanying them. Um, she was taken aback by, you know. The groping. And the groper got offended when her husband said, hey, back off. Stop it. Enough of this. Okay? And guess what happens next? This uh, Florida woman goes on Trump. <laughs> she goes on Trump after groping. <laughs> Go back to your country. <laughs> Go back to where you came from. Yeah. Of course, other people have said that, too, uh, going the other way. But, you know, folks, enough of go back to where you came from stuff, okay? Really like the biggest melting pot in the history of mankind. Right? And, it, and then if another person tells me um, this additional phrase, uh, if you don't love it, leave it, that that's not racist. Come on. It has, it has a hate racist history behind it, too. Well, in this particular case, it was said in a racist way, and she got locked up for the groping, not for the racist comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is Florida, and she did have two first names <laughs> that she went by. <laughs> you know, this happened uh, near Tarpon Springs, where Tarpon Springs police got involved. I've it's been, a very nice uh, community. I've been, I've been down there to the, uh, nice. the Greek town in Tarpon yes. Springs. Great great Italian deli in Tarpon Springs, one of the best I've ever been in my life. But, um, yeah, it, it, it just stupidity on top of stupidity. And her defense was, I, I don't remember saying that. No, no I, <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I didn't no, do that. No, I, don't, no, I have no recollection, officer, of that ever happening. But, hey, staying in Florida, another lady, another Floridian acting badly. What'd she do, Loop? <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a common occurrence in Florida, by the way. She, uh, she, well, she wanted a little action, and she grabbed her husband's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. With such force that he crumbled and had trouble walking. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I do, too. It hurts, huh? But uh, uh, she uh, was not to be denied at fourth. Once again, here we are in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> so what you're trying to tell me is her 5.30 a.m. performance of the Nutcracker got her, uh, got her uh, charged with dom- uh, domestic beef? <laughs> yes, it did. And uh, I'm not quite sure her bond was 75000 or anything like that, but off to jail she went. No, you never want to have a domestic beef, a dom- oh, uh, convicted no. domestic battery beef, because, you know, it could just it just ruins your life. So enough. <laughs> we have another Florida woman acting badly. I, I find this hard to believe. Brittany Maple, 21-year-old, a McDonald's employee. Yeah, but she's not a nutcracker. No, she's not. She's a smasher. <laughs> she's a lemon cake smasher. She's a lemon cake smasher. Smashed a cake in her mom's face outside the family home in Tampa. <laughs> the best line out of this story. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Let me preempt you on this one. <laughs> she takes her mom's cell phone and she says, this, this "Nobody's calling the cops today." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, she she had her wits about her, right? <laughs> she, the idea was right, right? Yeah. It, it was actually a snow. Her brother's watching this, and he's going to call the cops. <laughs> and she snatches it from him. Going, Nobody's calling the cops today, Buckaroo. <laughs> Somebody else had a cell phone, apparently, though, right? <laughs> a well planned uh, and that, that, smashing. She was okay with just smashing the cake in the mom's face. That was a misdemeanor count. Uh oh. But when she grabbed her brother's phone, that's when the felony stuff happened, right? Tampering with a witness for taking the sibling's phone. Oh, man, because he was trying to call 911. Yeah, yeah. That makes it a felony. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. The, no love between the brother and sister there, huh? You don't think of these things when you know, they're happening uh, on the moment. I'm taking what the, your stupid $18 cricket phone. What the actual consequences <laughs> are. I'm going to take this yeah, $18 cricket phone and I'm going to become a felon. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, in Florida, apparently that's much worse than getting caught with a, a felon with a gun because her bond was $15,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. But why? Why was her bond so hot? <laughs> oh, my God. He's been arrested multiple times over the past two years. And had a rap sheet includes scholars for trespassing, domestic battery, marijuana possession, and providing a false name to police. Oh, my God. She, and last month, she was arrested for slapping and striking her mother in the head. With a bottle of mouthwash. So we went from mouthwash to lemon cake. It's it's getting better. It's improving, I think. You think at her next court hearing, it's going to be in front of uh, Judge Vagina? <laughs> Judge Vagina is out, okay? Oh, she's out. But they may be sitting in the same courtroom waiting. Oh. Uh, different counties. Should be different counties? Yeah, we're in different counties. <laughs> too bad there's no fun in that it would be a lot easier if it cost, cost down, it cuts down on the cost of TV crews and everybody going there right yeah. alright <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Savannah Savannah suburb Georgia oh what happened here uh, we got a woman who fired hot lead over cold fries but what does that mean well she was in McDonald's and her fries were a little bit too uh, on the cold side and she got upset so she starts lighting the place up with French fries. No, with uh, <laughs> with hot lead. Uh oh. I.e. bullets. Oh my God, Miss Lillian Chantel, what's wrong with you, Lillian Chantel Tarver? Pulled out her piece because the fries were cold and started shooting. Georgia restaurant. She got charged with multiple felonies by the Garden City Police Department. I'd like to see that videotape. Reckless conduct, battery, aggressive driving, reckless driving. 
aggravated assault, fleeing the police. Boy, she just, cause she, she might be a seven, eight year uh, vacation in her future. <laughs> she was not so happy with her Happy Meal, huh? Oh. Well, bad girl. Nobody got shot, though. But another bad shot with a weapon. Fortunately, she had no range time. Couldn't hit anything. Decided to dis yeah discharge and and that's it. Why are you in jail? You know my French fries were cold. Wait a minute, you you. I hate when that happens. I get <laughs> you, so upset. You in jail because your fries were cold. I want to pop a cap in someone's you know someone's face when that happens. I'll need Come to calm on. down out there. Moving right along. Uh, uh back to Chicago. Oh, I love these back, smash back and grab stories, Coast, bro. Oh yes. What's gonna happen? You would happen at four fifteen a.m. last Wednesday. Nothing great happens at 4.15 except smash and grabs from Neiman Marcus, right? I think they were coming back from the Lincoln Park shooting. <laughs> Set it to grab <laughs> something. South. Yeah. Before we before we get back home, yes. I want to pick up a couple of two tree things from Neiman Marcus. Oh, wait, they're closed. Oh, even better. Yes, even better. We don't have to pay for it. <laughs> let's just, uh, yeah, let's break the window and take let's just take the mannequins. Take the mannequins. <laughs> the took- mannequins had some expensive duds on them. Expensive duds and uh, uh, handbags and, and jewelry and you somebody, name it. Somebody of slender, somebody of slender build told them, stole them, right? Because there's no fat mannequins, <laughs> right? <laughs> Depends on the store. The mannequins are all pretty skinny, right? And especially Neiman like Marcus. Four. Especially Neiman Marcus. So we're yeah. looking for a sus- female suspect size four, maybe six, folks. Okay. We're in really expensive things from Neiman Marcus. Maybe the tags are still on, and I'm not sure. Point of stealing it from Neiman Marcus. Everybody know you stole it from Neiman Marcus. I'm sure the tags are still out. There you go. All right. <laughs> Crime solved. Uh, buddy, end of uh, We got a somewhat happy ending story. Uber. An Uber driver not behaving badly. This is a turn of events, right? Yeah. Yes. This guy is not involved. He's not the perp. Not in the Uber crime family, is not, he? Not, not just n- driving. At least not yet. Maybe, he's, maybe it's early in his career. He hasn't reached that level oh. yet. This guy, at least, you know, decided to be a good Samaritan. This happened in Lincoln Park, DePaul, near DePaul University. Another high crime area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Folks in real estate vans are dropping by the moment in Lincoln Park. Because this is a DePaul student, uh, almost got herself killed. Recent grad. She's 20, what, 22 uh, years old. Young yeah. lady, man. Young she was girl. probably out in the bars, and she's just, you know, stumbling her way home. And then and she runs into uh, a bad actor. Bad actor, about 3.30 a.m., Ladies, middle of the night, you get somebody to walk your butt home, okay? You go in a group. Do not be out staggering around half drunk on the street, even in Lincoln Park, because this girl almost lost her life, man. This is yeah. serious stuff. She's hanging in tough, and uh, police have just released video of a suspect uh, in this brutal uh, DePaul stabbing. But again, yeah, this uh, Uber, 28-year-old Uber driver, uh, Subban, he, uh, he was a good Samaritan. He stopped. Uh, Stood nearby, called the cops until they uh, they arrived. Yeah, yeah. He called. He said he seen a lot of blood, but but he stood about a hundred feet away from the victim. Okay, I I give him props for calling and probably saving her life because she didn't bleed out. But I, dude, walk up and see if you can help her. Stop that. Do something. Just don't sit there and watch. All right. So somewhat of a happy ending. There you go. Hey, and that does it for us this Saturday night, Paul. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. <laughs> I'm glad this guy didn't mind his own business. Yeah. And watch your six. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.